It's been there since the foundation of the world. Reshaping man's thoughts and ideas of life and redirecting man's pursuit in life to fit its agenda. It's a matter of disguise, working through men endlessly, using every way to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's mammon, the spirit behind money. Charles and Susan Opio in their book Unmasking Mammon help their readers unmask this deadly spirit and embark on a journey back to the Father. Unmasking Mammon is a must read. Now available on Amazon and on order at cyruscom254 at gmail.com for physical copies. Grab your copy today and start off your journey to overcoming the spirit of Mammon. Unmasking Mammon by Charles and Susan Opio. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual, where we talk matters, kingdom, business, reformation. We know the word in the house that God has given us power to create wealth. And we know that this wealth is not falling on us. We are walking out into the marketplace, finding our space, and that is where when we place our hands in that which God has given us, then he is bound to bless the work of your hands. So we are working. So we never sit here and say that we are going to the marketplace to no. just talk and yes. let things happen. No. no, we will do. But we said that in this journey of the marketplace, we need to find out as we go into the marketplace, what is our posture? How do we stand spiritually or internally so that externally somebody would be looking at you and wondering how do you operate? And we talked about the kingdom capital. This is our series now where we are discussing the kingdom capital that allows you to stand, thrive, yet in the inside you, your eyes are focused on God. Your eyes are saying, listen, I'm fixated on what heaven is doing because heaven is calling me to my place where I'll be able to express that thing that God placed inside of me and that will help myself and humanity. Right. We talked about kingdom foundation, which is a spiritual capital. Now, that is the foundation of anything you will ever do when you go to the marketplace. You do not go out there like one who has no father or one who has no source, one who has no lineage or one who has no one backing him up. So heaven backs us up when we take our spiritual capital where we know we are walking by a spiritual word or an instruction or what we say, the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. That one is what creates our foundation. Last week, we talked about intellectual capital. To say intellectual capital is something that you bring. It's what adds value to everybody else. It's what even we say, if we're making reference to you and, and we're trying to do something or carry out some assignment, that would be the piece that you feel, the piece of the puzzle that you are a part of. In other words, your intellectual capital is unique to you. It is specifically about you. It is your own ability. But we said you can grow it. Mm. You can increase it. You can make it more effective. But that's what really you bring into your market space. That's what identifies your productivity and the value you bring to everybody else's environment. So if you missed it, go back into the details and find out. Today we are talking about emotional capital. And, and please remember the whole reason about this series is we said all these types of capital are vital for functioning effectively in the marketplace from a kingdom position. Yes. So we're dealing with kingdom capital. And we said, do not mistake them. Mm. 
for the what I call the, the parallels or the counterfeits of the same terms used in Babylon. Because yeah. the meaning of the kingdom is usually the original, mm. but Babylon has a counterfeit because version. We saw that yes. when uh, Nebuchadnezzar took into captivity yes. uh, the, the children of Israel. Yes. And when he took them, he went to the temple yes. of their God, yes. who is God Almighty. Exactly. But he took the articles in the temple, That's but it. he broke them in pieces. There you go. Meaning, when you go to Babylon, you will still find the same thing being discussed. Mm -hmm. And you, if you don't know that it has yes. been broken yes. into pieces, yes. you will think they're discussing the same thing as the Bible. For it's example, yeah. if you go to Babylon and they're talking about love. Yes. If you do not know that when they took the articles from the house of God, they broke it into pieces, yes. you will not understand that the kind of love being discussed in Babylon is not complete. Totally, Babylon yes. breaks yes. and takes what they want yes. and how they want to define it. Exactly. So coming back to kingdom, yes. kingdom puts back all the pieces that exactly. were broken back in place. And a quick way of understanding Babylon is that remember when God created us and when man became a living soul, there was mm -hmm. a combination of the spiritual and the material, and that's where our soul functions from. Mm -hmm. Babylon unplugs the spiritual, mm -hmm. but leaves the soul and the material in place. So the, the, the sentence, the sound, the, the statement may sound the same, but the spirit behind it has been removed. Yeah. Or in many times, replaced. Mm, actually replaced. Yes, mm -hmm. and that's where the problem comes from. So that's what to be crucial. That's why, why are we kind of pushing on this? Because emotional capital can be totally misunderstood from a Babylonian perspective. So, and why is this important for the marketplace? Mm. It's because you will usually have to manage a number of seasons. In our life, our life is cut into seasons and okay. we go through different seasons. Mm -hmm. And these seasons have certain impacts on our emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. Our emotional well-being does affect our capacity to function. So when you're talking about uh, seasons here, yes. we're not talking about sitting down and waiting for somebody to announce a season. No. Every person has their own personal seasons Types in life. Types of seasons, yes. Okay? Yes. And you're saying in this season, yes. things would have happened. Exactly. And you need to, maybe you can break yeah, down yeah, some yeah, of the things yeah. that... And, and we're specifically talking about mm. the seasons that had an impact on your emotion. Not seasons that just happened. The seasons that actually mm. triggered, shaped, or affected your emotions one way or and that is what makes you deficient exactly. when you talk about emotional, emotional. capital. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Now, one of the seasons that affects many people, and this one became a priority for us, is seasons that where you received rejection. Mm. Now, rejection is a very powerful, powerful tool in diminishing your capacity. Mm. And when we talk about rejection, if we're talking about Babylon, the, the Babylon would only take one piece. Okay. You talk about you went for a client, you are rejected. Mm -mm. Your idea was rejected. Yes. Your plan was rejected. When you speak, you are rejected. Nobody wanted to buy. That is a very small piece of rejection. Mm. Want to deal with the real rejection that you receive before you are ever physically rejected. Mm. And that's what we're going to go into. Now, one of those terms of rejection starts with life. Okay? Many, many, many people, unfortunately, were rejected in the family. Mm -hmm. And when we say in the family, we talk about one of the serious ones. And I mean, you've worked with the people. And yes. you know the, the, the damage of parental rejection mm. and how that can affect That people. is so serious because as you're growing up, who are the only people you're looking up to? Your parents. Yeah. 
single or not yeah. this is a kind of this is the person you're looking up to yeah. you're looking they up to your you. father you're looking up to your mother if those two people who you know that no matter where you went you know when you say home is best why are we saying home is best because you know that is my comfort zone that is my safe zone yes. that is the place where i find love that's the place where i should be embraced that's the place where i should walk in and feel you know what i can come here ready vulnerable and i know i will not be pushed out now yes. if you receive rejection at home it hits you hard yes because you ask yourself where else exactly. if i can be rejected by the only people that i can call actually the only people i'm attached to that's till death thing. do us part if you're rejected there then so you realize yes. that's a serious thing and, and, and why that is a dangerous one mm. is because you're at the formative stage mm. when these are the only connections that you're forming yes that tell you who you are mm. let's say in that sense mm. and the sad thing is that rejection at home has various reasons we always say this hurt people hurt people mm. say that right? again please hurt people hurt mm. people okay meaning assume the rejection came out of a broken marriage and you ended up with one of the spouses mm. and they are always being driven by the pain of their breakup and they reflect it on you mm. Mm. So sometimes they they make you own the process you should never own. Yes. You become like the predicament of that. So as a child, a parent may feel you are the burden that was left to me because mm. of this situation. That kind of rejection. Yes. The only thing that can get you out of it yes. is the word of God. And you know you. what? When you talk of rejection, extend it to sibling. Yes. Extend it to extended family. Yes. So we are talking about in a family where even the extended, yeah. somebody says something or people yes. talk to you in a way that causes you to have that emotional exactly. damage. Remember, we are talking about emotional capital. Yes. So you wonder, how comes I don't have don't emotional have capital? Because it was damaged even when you were young. Yes. From a family position. Yes. Now, when you're talking about damage here, let's talk about damage from a spiritual pers perspective. In fact, in fact, I want to stay just okay. one more item on the, on the family. Because yeah. sometimes damage is not just out of brokenness. Okay. Sometimes damage is out of wrong expectation or, mm. or high expectations of your parents. Some parents want their children to live a certain life. Mm. And when you don't fit that model and your siblings seem to comply, then you could end up being the rejected one. Now, remember we are talking to the people yes. who are damaged. Already. They These grown people up now. could be the parents. Yes. You could be watching us right now and you are the parent of the next generation. Yes. What are we telling you? That the rejection you received, do not pass it on to the don't next generation. And that is why when the word of God comes, it comes to give you a seller moment, yes. a pause where you stop and analyze yourself and say, listen, I know I was damaged. I True. know my parents spoke, my siblings, yes. my relatives, somebody somewhere damaged me. Yes. So that damage, if you do not deal with it, because what happens, most people who are rejected yes. get a new character yes. or a, another, they, they adapt to this way of living. In various manners. And they think this yeah. is who I am. Yes. But who you are exactly. is a bleeding on the next uh, generation. Exactly. It will bleed. Yes. So when you bleed on the next generation, what are we saying? You perpetuate this kind of lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Instead of saying, listen, I know I was damaged. Can yeah. I stop here and deal with me? And it's no very important you because you might be sitting there and saying, oh, I was in a good family. I wasn't rejected there. Mm. You could have been rejected in class. Mm. You could have been rejected by your peers. Mm. They picked on you. They, you are bullied. 
That's a form of rejection. Yes. All right? So you, you, you built up uh, what we call coping mechanisms. You may have been rejected by relatives. You may have been, there are so many aspects. Mm. The teacher may have picked on you, mm. never letting you answer or always mocking you because you are slower. It's a form of rejection. Yes. Now, many of us pick up coping mechanisms. Mm. This is a problem. Yeah. Instead of emotional capital, you end up with coping capital. Mm. And coping capital is deadly because some people's coping capital is to recluse. You don't talk much. So you tell people, this is my personality. Mm. I'm a quiet mm. person. So you've just been reformed. Yes. This is God formed you. Yes. God created you in a certain way. No, you're Life diminished yes. in you. Yes. So you became somebody else. You're somebody else. So, so when people see you, they think this is who you are. Exactly. So sometimes wow. we mislabel people mm. because they were rejected. Wow. So you said this person is always touchy. This person is oversensitive. You this have person a bad temper. Has a bad temper. Mm. This yeah, this person is bitter with the world. You know, you met people who you just wonder why are they angry with nothing. Mm. What's going on? But you don't know what's going on on the inside. Mm. We have other people who we call stoic. They have a wall. Nothing can affect mm. them. They learned how to protect the damage. I think that is a very serious one because maybe you can identify if you're yes. watching of maybe some people that you know, or you yourself, where you meet someone and you're like, do you know I know you for four years? Exactly. But I know nothing. About you. About you. Yeah. I know you, but nothing about you. Yes. I don't know whether you have relatives. Yes. I don't know where you live. I don't know how you are brought up. You do not talk. Yet the people around you talk. Yes. But it's almost like when you hear people talking about how they were brought up, you put a wall and you're like, listen, you I'm not going to talk about that. Yes. So there are some people you're like, wait a minute. Now that I think about it, yeah. I don't know about so and so. Why? They have placed that wall yes. that no, or they have shaded that part of their exactly. life that nobody wants to talk about. I mean, no, uh, they will never talk to anybody about it. Yes. I will block that life. Yes. I will block my past. I will not talk about it. So you shade that part of your life yeah. and you tell yourself no one is allowed in here. Absolutely. That is emotional damage. Yes. Yeah. And then let's look at another aspect. That the, can, uh, before we go there, yes. let's talk about the damage in the spiritual yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> let me tell you. There are people who every other thing was okay until you came into a space of a spiritual leader who's damaged themselves. Remember what we say hurt people? Hurt people. Let, let, just settle that. Nobody, nobody in their natural mind and flow of life with God hurts people mm. unless they themselves are broken. Mm. I don't care if they are a man of God. Mm. Mm. Because you can be a man of God. Let's just speak for a moment. And you could have built a ministry out of offense from another ministry. You're broken. You can be a man of God and you were thrown out and rejected and to survive and to thrive, you built a ministry. Mm. So if that was never fixed, you're going to damage people. And if again you're a man of God and in the ministry, the only way you know how because that's how you're brought up yes. is by bringing people down, down to keep them in the ministry. Exactly. It's only showing them how they're not enough. It's only threatening them. It's only showing them that there's something lacking in their life yes. so that they can stay yes. to get this thing that is lacking. Exactly. Everybody is trying to become the person they were created to be. Yes. So if you bring them down and promise them that from that position where you diminish them, yes. their value, yes. who they are, exactly. and then you promise them that from that position you will meet God. That's a problem. You're damaging people emotionally. Yes, and then if you've also created a, a persona of God yes. who is angry at every little mistake, mm. who is always looking to punish, mm. 
who is always looking to so so you you run and you teach and you train by fear mm -hmm. you train by what we call um imprinting mm. you you keep you keep creating all these uh scripts in people's minds that even if they're not around you they're in fear mm. making a mistake is in fear yes being late for church causes fear mm. not being part mm. of something causes fear i didn't <laughs> attend a meeting yes. causes fear wow that is emotional damage mm. And that one being received from a spiritual environment, you yes. do not know how many people are rejected at home. Yes. So they ran to God. Yes. Okay? So they came to this place they call church that they thought it was a safe space. Exactly. I come here and I feel rejected again. There you go. This hurts more because when you talk about um, parental rejection yes. or sibling or relatives, you can always go back and say, you know what, those are humans. Yes. They are broken. That is why you can even explain it. When you ran to church, you thought you ran to God. So when you are rejected in church, yes. you now have a problem with God, not there with the man go. of God. So some people you tell them, listen, go. God can make you whole. And you're like, you don't understand. No. It is in his house yes. that I was done. And by the way, from what I've been informed, he doesn't like me. Yeah. From what I've been informed, his standards are not for me. From so, what I've been informed, he's always after me. Hmm. <laughs> always punishing me. The reason my life is like this is yes. because God has rejected me because I did, because yes. I happened to be. There I fell go. pregnant. I there missed school. My parents did. Look at all the things you are told. If you do this, yes. God is not happy. So God has rejected you. Yeah. If you are rejected by God and he's the only one who can give you, make your whole, uh, your life whole, yes. what are you left with? So when you talk of rejection, yes. causing emotional damage, yeah. that's a serious one, yeah. and I think each person yes. has to examine themselves. Yes, in what area? Yes. And what, what that does to you, if, if you already have emotional um, damage in this area and you have no capital, what happens is you read in between every line. Mm. You hear the voice of trouble from, if your wife asks a question, you hear attack. Mm, mm. If your husband queries you, you hear, he's putting me down. Mm. So many times people, you accuse people of things mm. they hear, not things they are doing. Mm. And what you don't understand is that you now have a new lens of how you look at life. No. So every time somebody is speaking to you or correcting you or, or disagreeing with you, which is normal in life, yes. you <laughs> overread everything. You, 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 you said something and somebody said, let's think of another way. Maybe oh, not do it that you way. Feel and you come back saying they hate me. Mm. You see how far you've gone. Remember we're talking about emotional capital. And we're yes. saying that if you're going to the market space, you need, you need emotional capital. Meaning we have to heal from our past. Yes. We have to heal from any manner of rejection that we have ever experienced. Exactly. We have to heal. Whether it is at the workplace, like we said, yeah. whether it is school. Yes. I mean, like as a human being, you have interacted with others. That's it. Eight billion people, you won't miss one who will hurt you in yeah. one way or the other. Don't carry that damage. Yes. Just tell yourself, you know what? We are here for healing. So it doesn't matter yes. what model you look at. Mm. Realize it's a weapon. Yes. It's against you. It's trying to steal your emotional capital. Mm. So whatever, whether it's racism, yes. whatever, it can be on a mm. macro level. Yes. Whether it's feminism or somebody's against you because you're a woman or a man, whatever. Mm. Same principle. Wow. Now here's the thing. These things build on each other. If rejection has had an impact on you, this next thing will always be torture for you. Mm -hmm. If you have no emotional capital at that level and you've already been damaged, a delay will always to you sound like a denial. Delays are serious. Because if you have that 
already in sensitivity, you're always feeling like people are against you, you always feel you're rejected. Mm. So when there is a delay, for example, if, if you ask me when we'll do something and I tell you, give me two weeks, you'll think I'm denied. Mm. You'll start reading in and saying they don't want to do this. So thing. delays coming from a rejected position. Yes. Delays sound like a yeah. continuation, an extension exactly. of the rejection. Yes. So telling me two weeks. You're rejecting my idea. Exactly. You're rejecting my meeting. Yes. You're reje it's almost like you're always reading. Exactly. And I love what you said. When you experience a delay, yes. to you, you interpret it as a denial. That's it. And when you interpret it as a denial, yes. you have no energy yeah, to pursue. To pursue. Oh. And that's sad because what could happen in the window of delay, mm. it can be a window to improve on design before you meet anybody. Mm -hmm. It can be a window to grow in something else. But now, if you're already in that space, a delay becomes an agonizing torture. Mm. A window of time that deflates you. Mm. So sometimes the delay becomes even a place for you to give up and walk away. Mm. Actually, most people, when they, they were delayed on an issue, yeah. they gave up. Yes. They were not able to follow it up. And you ask yes. someone, let me ask you, did somebody tell you, call me in a month? Did you ever call back? No. no. Why? I interpreted it as denial. Yes. I know. In fact, you remember we said, yes. if you're rejected, you yeah, read yeah. into everything. Everything. In fact, you're telling me to come after a month yes. so that because you don't want to do it anyway. Exactly. In fact, you fill in the gaps on yourself. And remember, from a rejected position, if you have emotional damage, yes. what you're filling in the gaps is not strengthening. Yes. It's actually weakening you more and more. I want you to understand something. Wow. There's a principle yes. that I use. I say, big wheels turn slowly. In other words, it takes longer for a big wheel to have a complete revolution than for a small wheel. And sometimes, if you look at a chronometer, the original, the way the watch looked like or the clock, mm -hmm. where there are many cogs inside, Yes. your cog might be a small cog that doesn't seem to move when the big cog is moving. Mm. So you're expecting your cog to move with speed, but the demand you've made is on the big cog. Mm -hmm. So by the time the big cock does a complete revolution, you've done 200 revolutions. Mm. So in your mind, things are not working and I'm doing everything within my power. Things no, are. things are working. Mm. You're just being, you're only seeing a very small piece mm. of something bigger. And also, sometimes yes. we interpret life like that. Yes. is because you want things to move with speed yeah. or at a pace that you you want them to move yeah. because you are also proving a point. Exactly. I want these things to happen so that they can know. Remember, yes. when you're emotionally damaged, you have a grudge. Yes. You have bitterness. bitterness. And yeah. you're looking at people and telling them, I'll be back. I yes. will arise. One day I will be. So you have all these things you're trying to do so yes. that you can prove a point. Exactly. And heaven is telling you, stop. Wait. You're facing the wrong side. Yep. Stop at looking at the past. Yes. What happened to you to form who you are today and start looking at God so that he can give you patterns of how to become the person who can face there the future go. with no luggage yes. and baggage yes. and bitterness Absolutely. and anger and all those things. Yes. So don't look at the past. Yeah. If you're talking about rejection, yes. the first way to get out of that place of emotional damage yes. is to stop rehearsing your past. Exactly. Yes. So people with emotional capital grow in delays. They don't mm. diminish. Explain that. They grow in delays. Yes. To me, to us, whenever we say, for example, we are planning to do something, and a window comes up and we are told, let's not do it now. We ask, how can I be the better version of me by the time we meet 
than the version you have met today. <laughs> At times, they also say, I remember that, I mean, not once or twice you've been delayed. Yes. But when we come back to talk, yes. we do not see the person. We no. now say, you know what? Yeah, if your life us. is in God's hands, Thank there's you. no mistake. Yes. There is no delay. Yes. And you know what we say? We look at it from a positive perspective. God has given us an opportunity to, to grow, grow before we meet and that to person. get some more information yes. before we meet this person. Exactly. So by the time I'm coming, I'm excited because now I've even collected more data. I'm even better. I'm even more prepared. Yes. So look at it from God's perspective than go. a failure um, with the eyes of yes. failure. Yes. No. Look at it and say, you know what? I have an opportunity here. So, so you begin to change and say, I'm not losing time. Yes. I'm gaining time. This is good for me. I will be better at this. Yes. Had we met then, there's some bits of information I would not have had. But no. now that delay is God's window mm. of expanding me so that I'm at a bigger size before we meet. So do not look at delays as delays, but look at them as an opportunity to grow yourself, to gather more knowledge, to even become a different person who would go in there, yes. not in a rush to get nope. something out, yes. but knowing now, you know what? I I'm confident value. and I have value that I'm bringing yes. in. Yeah. Yes. And remember another thing, in the journey to go forward, and scripture says it. It says, a righteous man. Hmm. Notice, not a sinful man. A righteous man <laughs> yes. will, not might, hmm. will fall seven times. The, the, the statement here is not, don't count, I'm at fall number three now. Nah, I've fallen six. I have no. one more to go before yes, I break yes. through. It says, seven is a number of perfection. It means failure should perfect you. Hmm. You fail forward. Failure is just a teacher, not a blocker. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about, we can look at that as the third thing. That's We're the third thing. Rejection, delay, and now failure. Failures. How do you yes. view? How yes. do you interpret? How, interpret how do you, oh, failure now becomes... Yes. Emotional mm. capital teaches you how to interpret failure. Mm. If you have emotional capital, when you fail, you do not panic. You do not turn back. Mm. You do not say it never works. You ask, which piece did I miss? Mm. So failure becomes a, a teacher. It's a teacher. Failure is just a teacher. That's why the Bible says the righteous man will fall seven times, but the Lord, who? The Lord. Will raise him up from them all. I love what you said. Failure perfects. It perfects. Or it comes here to teach you to teach something you. that by to the time better. you pick up yourself yes. and continue, you are, better, you are a better person. You know what not to do. Please do not mm. misunderstand. Every truly successful person, not people who feign or act or pretend they succeeded. Okay. If you meet a successful person, you're meeting somebody who one of the greatest assets is that they know how to bounce back from failure. Mm, powerful. Know how yes. to bounce back. Bounce back from failure. Accept failure as something that happens. So somebody might try business. Yes. And now when you're talking about the market space, they tell you, listen, I will not try business again because I failed. Because exactly. something happened and I failed. Now your failure became your place of explaining why you cannot move forward. Exactly. Somebody else tells you, listen, when I failed, remember when we failed, we always say you're falling from this position and yes. when you fall, you bounce back. There you go. The other people, when they fall, they stay there and they, they are hurt so much that they even fear to try again. Yes, and now, the problem is this. There are those people who fail and never come up again. Mm -hmm. Okay, Unfortunately, many of those failures become the trainers of people who will never try. Mm -hmm. 
I know so and so. Okay. They failed. And because they failed, mm. I won't even try that area. So you, you become do not, yeah. So, so yeah, you be, they become the trainer mm. of people who will never start. Think about it. The fact that someone failed doesn't mean there's anything wrong with what they failed at. Okay. But you've decided the problem is what they failed at, mm. not okay. that they failed. So you don't also see it as them who had maybe a defect in They didn't have area. enough information. So something happened, it is them. If they pick up themselves and de do it a different yes. way, because again the problem yes. is when you do the same thing over exactly. and over. And that now reminds me, yeah. maybe you can just talk to us about the Barracuda, Yes. when they are training them. Exactly. And then, yeah. and how, <laughs> this, this was an experiment done, just okay. to prove to you how failure can paralyze. Okay? Mm. So the, they put barracudas in a fish tank. Now, barracudas are cannibals. They eat salmon. They eat other fish. Mm. So if you put them in the same fish tank, within minutes, the other fish will be gone. Mm. So knowing this, this was training on imprinting, on how pain and failure to do something can totally end the product. Now, this is the thing. So experiment one, you take barracudas, you put them in a fish tank, with other salmons, but you put a perspex in the middle of the tank. A perspex, as far as you're in the water, you cannot tell there's anything there. It's an invisible barrier. Yes. So what happens? The barracudas, when they see the other fish, they come high speed for them. Mm. And the speed at which they come with is the very speed at which they get injured mm. against the perspex. And this happens a couple of times. And they're hungry, they're seeing food, it's within reach. The salmon are not panicked. In fact, they fly, they, they swim very close to the perspex. So they're within reach. But the, the barracuda can't reach it. After some time, the barracuda work it out. And they begin to ignore the salmon completely. Completely, they don't even go for it. The perspex is removed. The salmon swing among the barracuda. And the barracuda do not touch the salmon mm. at all. Because now they're associating the salmon yes. with pain. Exactly. Mm. The barrier has moved from the fish tank to the oh, brain. Oh, to the mind. When the you barracuda. talk of failure, that's what you're talking that's about. That's what it I, does. I think for me that's one of the perfect yes. ways to explain yes. failure and why you must overcome. Because now failure yeah. is not in the thing you tried. Yes. It has been transferred yes. into the mind. Now I can guarantee you mm. that if that, those barracudas are left there, and they spawn and give birth to the next generation, the next generation will be no danger to salmon. Because they were brought up in an environment where salmon is not a diet. You see how serious that can be? Associating your failure with pain yeah. such that I don't want to try again because what I did cost so much pain. I had saved for so long yes. that all my savings went just down the drain. Exactly. That's how I feel. That pain, yes. I'll not try again. Where is the failure now? It's no longer in the thing you tried. Yes. You've transferred it into your mind. So now somebody has to penetrate your mind for you to try again. Yes. And that's why the word so, of so, God So comes. every time, that's why when you have no emotional capital, mm. every time you hear attempt something, you have no emotional energy. Mm. You can't, there's no resolve, there's no reserve, there's nowhere to draw it from. Mm. That's why I don't feel like doing anything comes from. Mm. What, 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 it's, it's good to say I don't feel like doing. It's another thing to examine why you why? don't. Wow. What caused it? Mm. Was it a delay? Was it rejection? Was it failure? Mm. Or was it a combination of all three? Mm. 
Remember, these things work with each other. So, how you, you, you must have the capacity. How do you handle failure? You must have the capacity to absorb, mm -hmm. manage, mm -hmm. and process and learn. Please notice, mm -hmm. when failure first hits you, take time to absorb. You need that capacity. That's emotional capital in work. Emotional capital at work means when I fail at something, I first absorb. Absorb means accepting the reality of it. What has just happened? Yeah, it didn't Let me work. sit down and go through it. Yes. We're not saying just sit and, you know what, ignore. Yes. No. Go through it in your mind and see yes. what happened. So you're understanding the process. Yes. And if you listen to us, most of our conversation will always say, have a pen and paper yeah. experience. Where you say, I'm taking a pen and paper. Pen and paper doesn't mean you sit down with a pen and paper and write. Yes. No, we're saying, listen, there's a pen and paper uh, moment. moment where you are recording what yes. happened so that you don't repeat it. Yes. Manage, yeah. Then what you're saying is the next phase, manage it. Manage it means put things in the right perspective. Mm -hmm. Did I take this action? Yes. Did I take that? Yes. Was there a red flag or not? No. Did I see it coming? No. Because there are some situations that have nothing to do with you. Oh. They have to do with an external reality you could not have done anything about. Yeah. So that tells you, had things been in a different situation, you'd have been fine. Mm. So there are different reasons. There are many people here, let me say this, yes. that after... 2020, yes. COVID-19 hit. That's they have never, recovered. never recovered. That's what you're talking about. Uh, manage, yes. process, manage, learn. Because there's yeah. some things like you're saying. Yes. It was not your fault. Exactly. But things just happened. Exactly. Yeah. How does processing help you? Which is the next thing you do within this context of failure. Processing helps you identify all the good parts. Mm. These ones were okay. This one was not okay. So the, if I change this, and I bounce back, I will be fine. Because that's what the next part is to learn. What did I learn? Mm. I learned that if I do this, this, and this. Or I learned that I did everything at the wrong time. Mm. That's the learning. So I'll repeat everything at the right time. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to bounce back. Bouncing back is going back through the process, eliminating what caused or triggered the failure and coming back and moving forward and doing it. If you don't do that, mm. you will not bounce back. I'm told, and I've proven it by asking questions, that when a pilot survives an air crash, they get him back on air as quickly as possible. Mm. Otherwise, he'll never fly again. Mm. Talking about bouncing back. He must bounce back quickly. He must get back into that process. Otherwise, if they delay that return, mm. he will not. The fear will be transferred into Guys, his mind now. this is a principle. If you're like some of us who grew up riding bicycles, you fall. You get up quickly and get back on the bike. Mm. If you don't, you won't ride and you won't learn. Mm. This is the principle. This is how all these things actually work. All right? So failure is crucial. All these things happen. Do you notice? They all happen. Because we're not perfect. So I think maybe we need to ask ourselves, like yes. maybe most of you are asking now, okay, yeah. wait, this is where I am. I've identified. Yes. Is it denial? Yeah. Is it failure? Yes. Is it rejection? Yes. I know where I am. Yes. And I can tell I don't have emotional capital required yes. to bounce into the market space. And maybe some people are sitting watching us and every time you hear saying, walk into your market space and you're like, I don't have the energy. Walk into the market space. I don't even know where to go. I don't even know where to start. Why? Lack of emotional capital. Yes. Today you say, fine, I've identified. Yes. Then how do I acquire yes. emotional and, capital? And you, you need to realize this, that 
if you have intellectual capital, which many people have. Yes. Because remember, intellectual capital is inborn and then grown. Mm. But emotional capital, if you don't have it, your intellectual capital becomes worthless. Mm. Mm. Remember we said intellectual is knowledge, yes. ability, skills, and your expertise. Exactly. Notice this is you confident. When you grow this, you're confident in yourself. Yes. But imagine that kind of a person exactly. lacking emotional capital. Story mm. of many, many, mm. many great people. Wow. I know you know great people you cannot explain how they've degenerated into alcoholics. Hmm. This is a genius he could be doing. Yes. This is a great man he could be doing. This could be. Hmm. What has happened? He has his, his intellectual capital is intact. His emotional capital has been removed. Hmm. And that can be so damaging that the intellectual capital becomes like a curse now. Because you have got nowhere to express it because it cannot function without hmm. emotional capital. Hmm. Alright? So, you asked a question, how do we acquire this? Yes. Please understand, there is no kingdom capital that is mm. not drawn from the foundational capital. Yes. Spiritual capital. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a word from God. Why does the word come and comfort you, strengthen you, upgrade you, clean you up, wash you, restore you? Mm. What are we talking about? That is why we always repeat yes. that uh, man shall live. Yes. By that which proceeds the from the mouth of one. God, yes. not that which proceeds from the mouth of men. Yes. What proceeds from the mouth of God shapes you, yes. gives you meaning, yes. defines your life, and makes sense of anything that you're engaging in. Yes. If you live by what proceeds from the mouth of men, yes. what did we say? It brings uh -huh. you down yes. because the one thing it does, it damages you. Exactly. Yes. Let me tell you what is interesting about this. The word does a number of things. The yes. first thing the word is supposed to do, people, is to cause self-awareness. Mm -hmm. God is speaking okay. to me, therefore, what is he trying to say? The first thing God said about Jesus that we visibly heard is, this is my son. Yes. In whom I'm well. So identity first. And listen, identity, mm. people, identity is not finding out that you should be a son of God. Identity is not quoting scriptures that say I'm a son of God. Mm -hmm. Identity is not defending the position of a son of God. Identity, please listen carefully, yes. is not something you tell people. Mm. It is something you are. Mm. Because when, when the sound came at, Jordan, at the River Jordan, yes. and it said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. This is God speaking. Who was he telling? Yes. He was not telling John. Yes. No. He was getting his identity, and it's almost like that was a sending moment. Yes. So when you say you are a son of God, has God spoken yes. to creation in your jurisdiction to listen to you? Yes. Because only self-awareness mm. is going to mm. help you recognize and understand your emotions. What do I mean by that? Okay. I mean this, if, if I realize who I am, I begin to realize what is not supposed to be my emotion. Mm. Mm. What is toxic for me? Yes. An example we love using is the prodigal son. He became self-aware. Mm. So when the word comes, the first that happens to you is self-awareness, mm. identity. Why? Because he said, in my father's house, self-awareness. And remember how it started. Yes. He came to himself. Simple. Meaning, a time comes and you're like, you know what? I know what the word has said to me. Yes. I know what the word has said. In this season, God has spoken. Yes. You come to yourself. You've received the word and you're like, wait a minute. Yes. I am not what the world is trying to exactly. call me. Exactly. The word has defined me. Come to that reality. You know, one of the things we had to learn. Yeah. 
about that self-identity mm -hmm. is to there's a, there's a difference. Listen carefully. There's a difference between mm. us receiving a prophetic word that God has called me in this way. Yes. There's a difference between us believing we are something. And there's a difference between walking in the knowledge that mm -hmm. I am that thing. Okay. Go back to it again. <laughs> yeah. There's a big difference. Yes. Between I received a prophetic word saying I am and I will be. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between reading scripture and saying that sounds like me. To a thing of waking up and knowing and walking in that thing. Mm. That is where emotional capital operates from. Yes. So here you begin to understand what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, what are my values. But let me say something very quickly. Okay. Weaknesses here is not flaws. Mm. Mm. My weakness is which area has been weakened. So we are not saying you have a weakness here that you, you are very short tempered. No. That's not a weakness. In Babylon, weakness cannot be changed. They are actually yes. telling you, identify permanent. your uh, weakness yes. and that's your permanent reality. Exactly. Kingdom, weakness is not your permanent identity. Yes. It is saying, listen, there's yes. something I need to change. Exactly. I'm seeing that the yes. thing that is delaying me to move from the next level, I've seen what it is. Yes. I need to shift, allow exactly. the world to shift exactly. and cause it to be a strength. Yes, and don't mistake this with when we taught about the rod and your ability. When we said school is wrong, it tells you to build on your weaknesses and uh, ignore your strengths. That's a different, that is Babylon saying your flaws, what they call what you're not supposed even to be. Mm. They are forcing you to become something you're not. Mm. Here, weakness is different. Bible says where I am weak, then I am strong. Mm. Notice it's the same place. Yes. It means this has been uh, devalued. Emotional trauma caused me to mm. stop being this. Mm. Now that I've connected, this becomes built. So imagine you have been rejected. Yes. And inside of you, yes. parts of you went dormant. Exactly. Then you come and say, I have just realized that's a weakness. That's I have now realized there are some things I do based on that weakness. Exactly. So what am I saying? That yes. when I know I, I was rejected and I took it as a reality, yes. I became this. That's it. What are we saying? What is a weakness now? Going into that and saying, listen, I was never that. I was never that. Weakness is not your permanent position. Yes. Go in and tell yourself the word is coming to change me, exactly. to change that, to shift so that I can become who God intended me to. To be that's in the marketplace. Yes. So there's some people who tell you, you know what? I don't I don't like interacting with people. No. Let's trace. Let's not trace. True. God no. did not create you not yes. to interact with people yes. when He said He created man and He told man, Go. Yes. Fill the earth. You cannot fill the earth alone. You cannot fill the earth in silence and in isolation. That means when you say, I don't talk alone. In fact, this this is my character. This is me. Go back and trace. What Could formed that character? there be something that formed that? Exactly. Deal with it. Allow that's the it. word yes. to shift that. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So the most important thing that you need to find out is what are your triggers? Mm. What triggers you? Powerful. What triggers you? Mm, because mm. once you've gone through all those journeys, it leaves what I call uh, minefields yes. around your world. Mm, mm. Minefields that any single time you want to move forward mm. towards something, yeah. any time you want to move to a particular area, yes. the first thing you get is a minefield. Identify your triggers. Identify your and triggers. And it's so easy to do that because you're like, you know what? Every time somebody does or says, yes. or, you know what it does in you. And remember... Nobody can see triggers from the outside. You are the same person. But on the inside, there's yes. something that ju has just been activated. Yes. What triggers that? Yes. And deal with it. Yeah. Some people, their triggers explode externally. Mm. Some people, their triggers explode internally. internally. And what are your hold. triggers? Oh. What is that thing that... And that trigger 
can be your enemy or your friend. Mm. Mm. The trigger can be the identifier yes. of where your trauma is. Mm. The trigger can be the key to actually getting fixed. Mm. Remember you're talking about how do you acquire yes. emotional the capital. The word tells you. Yeah? Yeah. So quickly, maybe you can talk about self-regulation. Self-regulation. Yes. Once the word becomes clear, mm -hmm. you have begun to know how to manage your emotions and reactions. Yes. You can be calm under pressure. People mm. understand. how. Mm. Whenever you see people mm -hmm. who are calm under pressure, people who are not impulsive, no matter how serious a situation is, they tell you, hold on, mm. let's think through this. What if there was another way to do this? That's having emotional capital. Remember how we always say, yes. sometimes you're going out, you're stepping yes. out into what God called you. Yes. Then all the people you owe yes. called you. Yes. And it's almost like I have to pay tomorrow. Yes. Like the woman who went to the prophet. And she said, tomorrow they're coming to take my sons and everything yes. that I own. Yes. Have you ever heard a saying, a time comes when you sit and say, listen, there's a word of God that can take me out of this. That's it. What is that? Emotional capital. Where That's you say, it. I am calm under pressure. Exactly. I avoid impulsive actions and I maintain emotional balance yes. because nothing can come from outside to trigger anything inside of me because I've dealt with exactly. it. Exactly. So the ability yes. to self-regulate. Yes, that means you are a person who responds, not yes. a person who reacts. Mm, mm. People who react is because something happened and you've just jumped. Okay. Respond to somebody, something happens, you have enough power for the window. Mm. Delay, think, rechange your model, move. Mm. Emotional intelligence. Now, emotional intelligence, <laughs> if you go into the world, you hear everybody saying emotional intelligence, yes. emotional intelligence. What is your EQ? Yeah, what is your EQ? EQ, yes. listen. <laughs> emotional intelligence is a component of emotional capital. It is not emotional capital. It's just a component. Because mm, that's what many body would think yes. when you talk of EQ. Yeah, would think like, that's oh. So when you talk about emotional capital no. in the marketplace, you're talking about EQ. No, it is a component. Yes, that's and it powerful. only comes into function mm. after you have managed all the things we have discussed, mm. after you are self-aware, mm. after you know how to manage and process, after you know how to respond. That's why it is now called intelligence. Because now you can recognize, you can understand, you can interpret. And it will nothing yes. will trigger you now. You can even interpret your own. In other words, somebody who does something and you get boiling inside and instead of angry with them, you query you. Mm. I remember a scripture that talks about the devil coming to Jesus, yes. questioning him, questioning him, questioning him. Yes. If you check that scripture, yes. it ends with one thing, and the devil left him for a moment. Yes. Why? Because you're like, my friend, yes. you can't get me. Yeah. There's a place that you see the enemy stepping or attacking yes. through people or through ideas and situations, yes. and you're like, you know what? You're not getting me. Yeah. Emotional intelligence. intelligence. I've reached a place where I can identify you. Yes. In fact, I laugh. You can't. You can't. And the devil walks away. Yes. He left he found, Jesus. Yes, he found nothing <laughs> in, in him. him. Mm. That's the principle. Yes. So when situations now come, challenges now come, mm. delays now come. Yes, yes. All the things we spoke, uh, failure comes. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Have you seen people who fall flat and make it a joke? Yes. And people who fall flat and curse. Mm. Emotional intelligence, emotional capital. Guys, intelligence emotional is intelligence is where you can identify yes. your triggers and every time you see them, yes. you're like, you know what? I'm know not what falling I'm... for this. Yes. I'm not falling for yes. this. And the power of this now yes. is that you can also now work with people. Mm. You can quickly interpret where they are at yes. and they don't affect you. Mm. They don't harm you. They don't annoy you. If anything, you help them. You navigate them. You guide them. Mm. It's a new After level. this now, let's say you have emotional intelligence. Yes. What's the next thing? Remember yes. we are talking about acquiring emotional Capital. Yes. Resilience. <laughs> yes. Resilience is what, when we talked about bouncing back, is that capacity mm. that you are always capable of bouncing back. Wow. 
managing setbacks, seeing things from a positive outlook. Resilience is not just survival. Mm. It's the ability to see the good where people see bad. Mm. And this is where people come and ask you, is it that you don't care about life? Just the mm. other day you were down. Just yes. the other day this happened to you. Just the other day you went through a trauma. Just yes. the other day you went, and now you've bounced back. Listen, exactly. ability to bounce back. Yes. Because the more you stay down there, you're giving the enemy exactly. a loophole to come and manipulate that yes. so that you can stay, because the enemy is about yes. diminishing your yes. life. Don't allow that. The ability yes. to bounce and resilience back. is mm -hmm. what makes you pioneering and penetrating and able to deal and take. Without resilience, you can't take over the market mm, space. I think that's a powerful word. Bouncing back. Yes. Don't ever fear. Exactly. Stepping back into where and you're supposed to be. And then comes adaptability. Mm -hmm. The ability. Remember, all these things come out because you have a spiritual content. Mm. Because you have the word in you. Please understand, don't mistake this with Babylon. These are all founded on I have a word. It makes me resilient. Meaning, mm. if we had time, everything we've said has scriptures adapted to it. Yes. If we thought that would be here for five more series, just taking each word by scripture, you do that. You mm. go find the word that you can get mm. that connects to everything of these things we are saying. Mm. Adaptability is the ability to function in every new kairos at the top of it. <laughs> Remember we talked about seasons. Yes. In your life. Yeah. Now there's something called the seasons of God. Yes. That every time something is Changes. happening and changing, you're able, you able to adapt. Exactly. Many people get stuck on, this is how I started. Yes. This is how I do things. I don't know how to do things in another way. Yet, as we're coming and telling you, listen, as the word comes, learn how to say, we did it like this yesterday. Today. We're not repeating it today. Because God tells you there's always a new day. And the new day in God, you do yes. not repeat the past. You now ask yourself, how are we going to do it today? Exactly. And yes. adaptability is going to be crucial. Adaptability yes. is also connected to being prophetic. Switching, changing. Hmm. The future we are going into. Yes. AI, routine over. Hmm. Adaptability is going to be crucial. And you can't have it without a spiritual foundation, to know how to shift change and still be composed and controlled. Hmm. Even though things seem uncertain, you are certain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difference. Mm. And what does that now bring you to? Yeah. A place where you have effective communication. Mm. Mm. You see, or if That's you don't... Yeah, effective yeah. communication. Yeah. Because too many people's communication is connected to the emotional trauma. Yeah. Connected to their, to their effects, to their failures. Your language always mm. carries failure. Mm. Your language always carries negativity. And that is you know, when you talk and say, listen, stop saying. Yes. Stop using the words of the past and yes. ask yourself, what is the word God has given you? And let that one word define how you speak. Yes. I'm telling you guys, if you understand the power of the word of God, that God can give you one word, that word shapes your language. So yes. when you talk about having strong communication skills, mm. we are simply saying, do not look for powerful words from Babylon. Yes. Take your words. Communication skills here we are saying learning to take the word yes using that word to define your communication yep what are you talking about and this is important mm -hmm. in every situation yes where you stop personalizing mm. things you understand where sometimes what you're doing is you're personalizing instead of saying something is wrong you say you are wrong mm. separating things from people mm -hmm. separating situations from reality you become smart at telling the difference mm. you, you begin to use words carefully yes in a, in, a, in a marriage, if somebody does something, you tell them you did this thing. You don't tell them you always do this thing. Mm. Communication skills. <laughs> yes. Communication skills. Now, finally, in thrusting forward, mm. what motivates you? Good question. What motivates you? Because <laughs> emotion, good emotion is the place that motivation works. Yes. Emotion is the tool of motivation. Mm. Mm. All right? Okay. Motivation from the world 
is wrong because it tries to trigger actions. Motivation from the kingdom is not actually motivation. It is what moves you from within, mm. not what pulls you from without. So there's a different mindset here. Now, why? Because there are two main forces that motivate people to move, voiced or not. Mm. Pain or pleasure. Mm. Now, if you are emotionally damaged, the only thing that can move you is pain. Mm. Mm. In other words, something must be more painful than something else for you to move from the other thing. So there are many people who are always running away from their pain. Yes. Instead of That's coming to a place of saying, we need to deal with this pain yes. and make sure I am free yes. of the pain of exactly. the past. Many people are running away from yes. the pain and exactly. that is what you'd call a, a Adulam mentality. Yes. If you read the Bible and see how they came to Adulam, yes. they were all running away from, from something, Saul. but they were not going into anything. Yes. They were running away from Saul, not into David, yes. but they came to this position called Adulam, yes. where you are running away from exactly. your pain. That's, and David that's is a serious. perfect picture of mm. pain and pleasure. Yes. In this context of the kingdom, mm. one group was mm. running to David, running from Saul. Yes. Another group was joining David mm. at Hebron. Mm. Because they recognized what David was. When you're not running away, yes. you are intentional. Yes, you're going towards something. Mm. The David, God is with you. We always knew God was with you. So what are we coming to? The God in you. Mm. The other group, we are running from. We're not running to. So when you're running away from your pain, you yes. don't have a destination. No. But when that's you have you the word anywhere. of God that gives you pleasure to walk into something. Yes. And that's why we always say, coming from a place of of emotional damage, yes. the only pleasure you'll find is in the word of God. Yes. Because the word opens your eyes to a new reality which gives you the motivation to move forward. Exactly. Yeah. So the word attracts you to a new mm. destination. Powerful. And the word does not ignore the process. It says he makes all things work yes. together. Mm. So the word does not ignore. The word helps you interpret learn from and use that same platform so what you're doing is that mm. you're, you're combining the two forces yeah because pain has happened yes yes you learn to draw value from it mm. and then you go into pleasure mm. what god has set before you yes if you balance this together something powerful comes mm -hmm. you become a custodian of emotional capital mm. and one of the mm. first things that begins to powerful. be normal to know that you're formidable. If you want to know you have emotional capital, it makes you a better, bigger, kinder, and wiser person. Mm. Mm. Emotional capital, you'll always be better. People like being around you. Yes. You are bigger. You can always outgrow any situation. Mm -hmm. You are kinder. The way you deal with things is very different because you, you go deeper to see what is going on and you're wiser. Your decisions are not emotional. Mm. Mm. They are practical. Yes. So you know how not only to do the right thing, but to do the wise thing. Mm -hmm. Now, the only place you get this is where? The Word of God. Now, if you want to know if your emotional capital tank is empty, do you have anger? Oh. Do you have offense? Mm -hmm. Do you have bitterness? Mm -hmm. Do you have unforgiveness? Do you have thoughts of revenge? Notice all these things are internal. That's a, that's now when you that's talk about going to call yourself into the boardroom, yes. you're simply saying, go and ask yourself these questions. Yes. Do I have anger? Yes. Do I have bitterness? Yes. Do I have thoughts of revenge? Yes. Do I have unforgiveness? Uh, do yeah. I have offense? Yes. These are questions that can tell you your emotional tank, tank is empty. Is and empty. if you continue like that, you're an accident looking for a place to happen. You will not be able to navigate your market space very well. As we come to the end, of a momentous and very, very powerful year where we've seen shifts, 
changes, movements in the earth, kingdom advancement unprecedented, births of major things that God is doing in the earth we didn't even know were possible. And as we have begun to walk with and walk in these processes, it's been an amazing journey. As we begin to wind down to take a break before we step into the fullness of a very, very accelerated season, I want to invite you to our open meeting. In this open meeting, we're going to have an interesting discussion. The place of hearing God in the marketplace or in your market space. The question is, how do you hear God and continue in functionality? How do you interact with clarity that you know the decision I'm making, I'm sure in my heart, is in line with the purposes of God? How do I know that my investment, my strategy, my idea has heaven's backing on it? How do I step through in a place where there are no formulas, that God gives you a step at a time? How do I know that currently the step I am taking is in line? And if not, how do I adjust back and begin to flow? These are the things we want to answer and deal with because this is going to be the key. We need a GPS system for the next level. One that speaks internally, inside of our heart, in a way that nobody else hears, but we hear clearly and loudly. So we are going to talk about a God positioning system. This is where we are going. Join us.